Hey, hey, welcome to the Play Bigger podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Douglas Hunt, and I'm a former Olympic therapist and strength coach turned the go-to mindset expert to high-achieving entrepreneurs. And I am obsessed with helping ambitious entrepreneurs just like you play bigger in your business and life and truly living life on your terms. Now, after working with hundreds of Olympic athletes and multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs, I know one thing for sure. The one thing that's going to get in our way is ourselves. So this podcast will be a mix of combining years of experience with mindset, neuroscience, high-performance techniques, spirituality, you name it, we got it. All to help you make more money, create more impact, and feel more fulfilled, getting your time back, doing what you love. Sometimes it just takes one shift, one question, one idea to completely change your life. So let's overcome the mind drama, regulate your nervous system, and create real lasting change in your life. I'll be bringing on guest experts, doing some solo episodes, having real talk conversations. So you know, on this entrepreneurial, you're not alone. If you're ready, let's dive in. Is your fear of getting it wrong or the mentality of got to get it right, slowing you down as an entrepreneur? And I'm going to call a spade a spade and say, you bet your ass it is. So we got off a coaching call in... um, in one of the mastermind groups. And it was so beautiful because I was talking with this lady who is clearly a high achiever, who is driven by deadlines and pressure and not wanting to waste time. How many of us can relate, right? We are driven, we're entrepreneurs. And she starts sharing this example of being uncharted territories and how she needs to get this right because um, she wants to make sure she can retire, X, Y, Z, had certain goals. And I was like, I get this. And I started asking her some questions around um, she kept repeating, getting it right. I need to get this right. And so I know lots of us can be in the space as we're putting new programs out there or making new pivots in our business or changes. There's this kind of mentality of like, need to get this right or fear of getting it wrong or which can lead to fear of judgment or fear of failure. And so if this is you, this conversation is for you and me because I've been here before too. And I still have to deal with some of these thoughts too, especially as you put new programs out there. But here's a sneaky thing. How do you know when you're going to get it right? Like, how will you know when it's right? So whatever you're dealing with right now, and you're like, I got to get this right, or I don't want to get this wrong. How will you know when you've got it right? And for a lot of us, we don't ask these questions. And it's this perpetual um, bucket that's got holes in it. Okay, so imagine there's a bucket with holes and you're trying to pour sand into. And what would be the smarter thing to do to plug the holes and pour more sand in or try and pour more sand in, even though this is going up the holes, like you're trying to pour more sand in faster, but the bucket's still leaking. So when we're in this frame of thinking, this frame of mind, what can happen is it clouds our vision and clouds our clarity. And it also clouds the next step moving forward because rhetorical question here, will you ever get it right? And for most of us, the answer is no, because we're always iterating. We're always evolving. We're always changing. We're always improving things. And so we need to ask ourselves, how will I know if I'm defining something as getting it right? How will I know when I've got it right? What's that answer for you? And if it's like, well, frick, I don't know, then great. Now we've understood that our brain has generalized, deleted, and stored information and is on this perpetual hamster wheel where it's like that sand bucket. It's it's never going to be filled. Now, if you ask yourself the question of how will I know when it's right, and you actually had some metrics, like certain number of people have bought or certain number of testimonials or I've reached certain ROI, then beautiful. That's your marker. So instead of letting this subconscious thing of how will I get it right or I don't want to get it wrong, you now have some tangible markers to actually work with instead of just this perpetual gray area of getting it right. 
the whole reason this conversation come up was because she was in uncharted territories. She's doing this new business venture. She's older. She's like, I gotta get this thing right because based on my investments and my time, my age and what I want to do, there's a lot of pressure and a lot of um, deadlines. And so I can get and appreciate the not willing to waste time. Who wants to waste time? No one does. But again, from this frame of thinking, it's slowing us down. And I want to explain why. First of all, as entrepreneurs, are we not always in uncharted territories? Is this not where we live? This is our domain, baby. This is our domain. We live here. We breathe here because we're always inventing something new or coming up with a new idea or reiterating something or trying and expanding and thinking bigger. We're playing bigger, hence the name of this podcast, right? To play bigger means we got to do shit we've never done before in the past or in different ways. So as entrepreneurs, this is the game. This is our domain. Now, can we get comfortable being uncomfortable with not knowing every single step and being in uncharted territories? Heck yeah. And an example I used with her was, was there ever a time where you were in uncharted territories before and you figured it out? Yes. And I named her like, made her name a couple examples. And so I said, okay, so you're telling me, this is, as a podcast listener, this is questions are back to you. Has there ever been a time where you were in uncharted territories and you figured it out? Yes. Great. What does it say about you? And she started kind of smiling. She's like, well, I, I just always figure it out. And I was like, yeah. So what makes you think you're not going to figure it out during this time? Instead of having the pressure of like having to get it right, and not waste time. And I'm nervous because I'm in uncharted territories. Baby, this is where you live and you've thrived here before, multiple times before. So what does this say about you? You're resilient. You can figure things out and you always have and you always will. And so she kind of like, you can see kind of a bit of the pressure leave the body. Right. Because when you know that you back yourself and say, well, I've done it before. I can do it again. This isn't something I've never done before. Maybe not the same context or in the same way, but you figured it out in the past before. So what does that say about you? Right. And we start to begin to recognize, okay, so now I can kind of combat that thought, that mind drama with that evidence and that thought of a reframe. Everything's about reframes and perspectives here. How you see things determines what's possible for you. So the next question I asked her was the whole thing about getting it right. And how will you know? And she kind of starts laughing. But then she starts hitting me with some ROIs. And I was like, great. And so my question was back to, she brought up the conversation around failure and getting it wrong and wasting time. So I challenged her on that. I was like, are you ever really wasting time? Knowing who you are, this driven, high achiever, ambitious entrepreneur, is that in your nature to waste time? And she just starts laughing. She's like, no. So I started saying, can you trust yourself that you're going to put your best foot forward and you're going to do what you think is the best version of whatever it's going to be and not get stuck in this perfectionism of tweaking. Because how many times, team, have we tweaked an offer or the sales page like 100 times? Oh, this email, one more time. Just go over it again and again. And you're just delaying the inevitable. You're just wasting time. You're being stuck in perfectionism, fear of judgment, fear of criticism, fear of failure, trying to get this right. But that's an illusion because this is ever right. No. What's going to help give us that feedback? What's going to help give us that clarity, that contrast? What's going to help us know as entrepreneurs that we're on the right track? by putting it out there and getting feedback, right? Now it can be scary because it's like, well, I just don't know. You're not going to know. You're not supposed to know. But for her, it was so beautiful because she's like, that's not in her nature to waste time. And right now she's actually wasting time by trying to overthink things and overperfect things. Ironic, right? So how do we now flip the switch and have this person, instead of wasting time, get this program out there that she's putting her best foot forward, her best intention forward, and actually getting the feedback she knows and needs to create a better program? 
Because how are you actually going to create a better program? Is it just by keeping a concept in your head or on, or on the uh, whatever course platform you use and not hitting publish? No. What's going to give you the best feedback is people actually going through whatever you're offering and giving you feedback and helping you see blind spots you weren't even aware of. Like maybe someone's learning style is more visual and you don't have anything visual there. So like, crap, I can't even cater to half my audience because they need some visual things. Or, okay, I thought this metaphor was really easy and explained everything, but this person's getting hung up, hung up on it. So how can I make that better for them? Your clients and your, your people who are going through your programs and your offers are going to give you the most feedback. And so I use the metaphor like this. Steve Jobs, iPhones, baby. What iteration are we on now? Like 14, 18, 20, I don't freaking know. Notice how you get your phone and you always have to do updates. And there's always another iteration coming out. What if Steve Jobs was like, oh, but I got to get this right. I got to get all the features, everything in this very first version. Can you remember the very first version of iPhone 1? Or just what it was called, iPhone? It was just called iPhone, wasn't it? Do you remember the first version? Now compare that version to the version you have now. Some of you might still have that version. Cool. You love it. Great. Some of you probably upgraded to the newest version. But what if Steve Jobs was like, I got to get this right, though. It's got to have all the features. It's got to have every, every bell and whistle right here in his very first version. No, he threw it out there with his best guess forward, with his best intention forward. And then with feedback, he started iterating it and getting clarity and contrast and lessons and expanded and expanded. Now we have things that have better cameras than most professional cameras out there. But unless he put the first version out, he wouldn't have got to the 15th or 20th version we have now. So where are we as entrepreneurs allowing our thinking, our fear of failure, our fear of getting it wrong or trying to get it right, hold us back? What business adventure or endeavor or Q1 goal that you have or 2023 goal that you have right here right now is getting slowed down because you think you're doing the right things, like, but I got to get this right. I got to make sure I put my best foot forward. I got to make sure I'm not wasting time. When ironically, you're wasting time. Having these thoughts and wasting time putting it out there. What's the saying? 70% is done. If you're trying to wait to get 100% done of something, we're already failing because it's never going to be the case. Do you think when this lady puts her program out there, that's it? It's done? No tweaking, no touching it, ever moving forward? No, she's going to tweak it all the time. She's going to revamp it. She might even learn, I hate this program and I want to do something different. But you're not going to get the clarity, the contrast, the lessons, the growth, the pivots until you put it out there. And if you're a high-performing entrepreneur right now and you're like even having a thought of wasting time, oh, I don't want to waste time. You're not wasting time because that high chi thing you is not going to let you waste time. But I'm here to say, if you're staying in that thinking and you're trying to always get those thoughts moving forward, you're wasting time by staying where you are based on what we just talked about. Because you can never get it right. It's always, in, it's always evolving. It's always changing and shifting. And the only way you're going to know that is by getting out there and getting feedback. So team, my, my tough love for you today is where are you slowing yourself down? By thinking you're doing the right thing and, oh, I got to get this right. How will you know when it's right? Give me some tangible things. Otherwise, it's that sand bucket with holes and you're never going to fill it. Get some tangible things. Give yourself a deadline. Whatever you've got on the table right now, give yourself a deadline. Time expands to container that you give it. So notice when you say you're going to take a day to do something, it takes you a day. Notice when you say you're going to take a month to do something, it takes you a month. Time expands to the container that you give it. So instead of expanding the container more and more and more, get this thing out there. Get the feedback. Give yourself a deadline and put it out there. 
You're never going to get it right because there's what the fuck is right? What is right? How do you define right? How would you define right? If I asked 100 people, getting it right would have 100 different definitions. So my challenge to you is get this out there. Your people need what you have to offer. You're slowing yourself down by thinking and being concerned about wasting time based on what we just talked about. And then give yourself some tangible markers of, okay, what feedback do I need to see? What's the ROI do I need to see? So I started asking her those questions. She wants to have a certain ROI. Great. What's the ROI? To know that you're on the right track to making progress. Not based on what you think, but actual tangible feedback that's coming through. Then based on this, she's going to move further and faster and easier towards her goals versus staying in this getting it right face. Making sense? And then I've already had a podcast on this, but this fear of failure, because some of you might be like, yeah, but I don't want to fail. And I feel fear of failure and I've got to you know, provide for my family and I've got to put my, my kids or grandkids through school. And I want to make sure I'm paying for the house. And I get it. But I'm going to say two quick things here. First of all, how you def- I'm going to say three things. This always happens. How you define failure determines what's possible for you. So right here, right now, ask yourself, how do I define failure? Pause the podcast and define it. How do you define failure? Because the visionaries, the thought leaders, the entrepreneurs I work with see failure very differently than most people. Most people see failure as a bad thing. Whereas the thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and change makers of the world who I work with see failure as a good thing. And it's like, how fast can I fail to get to the actual success? Because they know that it's part of an inevitable step in that process. And how they see failure is very different. It's, and I'll use this example here. Think back to a time that you labeled as a failure, whatever it might be. Okay, in your business, a thing that didn't go well, maybe a launch and it flopped and you got zero or a program offer you put out there and no one signed up, whatever it is. Think of the past failure. Ask yourself these questions. Did you learn something? Yeah. If you say no, that's a lie. You either got some sort of clarity of what you like, what you don't like, who you like working with, who you don't, pricing, messaging, copy, something came through from that quote unquote failure. So did you learn something? Did you get any clarity or contrast from that event? Which every event is neutral, just so you know. It's how we label things that give it meaning. That event in the past that you labeled as a failure is just a neutral event, but you've labeled it failure. And a lot of us carry this connotation of, oh no, I'm a failure and I fucked up and I didn't do very well. And you still are living in that energy and it's still with you. Well, let's drop those rocks out of your bag and move forward and recognize and see for what it actually is. Did I get clarity? Did I get contrast? Did I learn a lesson? Did I learn something about myself? If the answer is yes, then is failure in quotations really a bad thing? Mm -mm -mm. It's actually a great thing. And this is why the visionaries I work with are like, how can I fail faster to get the lessons in clarity and contrast right here, right now, so that the next iteration, the next thing is is closer to that success, is closer to the goal that I want. They want to move through it as quick as possible. So they're like, let's put the stuff out there as quick as I can to fail in quotations as quick as I can to get the lessons and clarity and growth I need to make it even better. That's how they see failure. So what would it look like for you to shift your perception of failure? Instead of being like, oh my God, but I can't fail, going into pressure and, but I got bills to pay. I get that. But the third thing I was going to tell you is this. When we tap into fear, and stress and pressure in the most simplest terms, guess what's happening to your mind and your body? Your body is preparing for fighting and running away and your mind is shutting down and becoming dumber. Now, is it more useful or less useful you to you to have all brain capacity opened up for all creative possibilities, all different levels of thinking and verse, or shutting it down and operating at 
is it more or less useful to you to be able to tap into your full intuition and actually be under, able to tap in and figure out, okay, where am I going? Or is it better to not have your intuition at all? Is it more or less useful for you to be in a place of possibility and expansiveness and not stress and feel heavy versus feeling stressed, heavy, fearful, constricted, weaker? Hopefully you answered the latter of all those. And from a physiological perspective, when you go into fear, when you go into stress, when you go into worry or doubt, your brain is literally putting in fight or flight mode, which back in the days when there was a cyber-toothed tiger, <clears throat> that was awesome. Run away. Your senses are picking up things. Your mind's saying, yo, 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 there's something here. We need to survive. Run. But now the cyber-toothed tiger is an email. It's increasing your prices. It's launching a program. It's putting up yourself out there, becoming a speaker, going online, pressing live. You're not going to die from that. But our brain wants to catastrophize it as like life and death bloom. No, bitch. You've always figured it out. You always will. But you're literally cutting your capacity off by like, I don't even know what the percentage would be, but let's just make up a percentage. You're literally taking away half of your power or more by allowing yourself to go into pressure and fear. Your brain shuts down so that you can run. Your legs get stronger. Your brain gets dumber. So for those of you who are like, yeah, Dania, I know you guys. You're so funny. But I work better on deadlines and I work better on pressure and I'm going to lose my edge if I don't operate from this way of thinking. You may think that, but from a physiological perspective, your brain is literally getting dumber so that you can run away. And I don't know about you, but I think about my brain in full capacity versus it being a half capacity or whatever it gets down to, shutting down especially when I'm in this innovation phase, especially when I'm in uncharted territories. I want all the brain power I got. So this is my recap to you. Where are you allowing yourself from this level of thinking of, um, I got to get this right, or I can't get this wrong, or fear of failure, slow you down. Let's just call a spade a spade. We're usually in some sort of fear of per perfectionism, fear of failure, judgment, criticism. But based on this podcast, what I'm hoping has happened for you as you're still listening, there's been some sort of reframe or perspective shift to help you move past that. Because your clients need you, the world needs what you have to offer, you have beautiful solutions, you're smart, you've always figured it out. But me just being like, yeah, go girl, let's do this, is not going to help you. I got to shift your level of thinking and your level of perception in order to create the change in your state, to create the change in your actions and your results. So I would love, 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 love to hear what came up for you. If you're on Instagram, drop in the comments below. If you agree, disagree, let's have a conversation. I love this. This is the whole point is just challenging our thinking and shifting perspectives. If you're on the podcast, I would love to see a screenshot. Take me in it. Let me know your takeaway, your questions. Send us a DM at Instagram, which is Daniel Gosent. Um, for those of you who are entrepreneurs, who there's a couple options of how you can work with me. Because some people are like, how do I get into this thinking more? How do I have accountability? How do I have someone who challenges my thinking consistently? Three options. One, there's a money program coming out all to do with money mindset. And it doesn't matter how much money you make, whether you're starting out, whether you're multiple six, multiple seven figures, we all got money stuff. And if we want to scale beyond where we're at, we got to deal with our relationship with money and what money actually is. So that's waitlist link in the show notes or in my bio. Second option is the heavy hitters hybrid mastermind. That is the place where high level entrepreneurs come together and we grow. We work on ourselves. We challenge our thinking. We up-level ourselves so that our results up-level. It's kind of the saying I like to create unfuckwithable entrepreneurs. I know I'm swearing. So if you're if already like turned off by swearing, you're not going to want me coaching you because I definitely swear. 
So my mission with that is get a group of like-minded people together who are all ambitious, scaling their businesses and wanting to go to the next level. You have to be a certain income already. So at least six figures or more, just so you can speak the same language. It's not for new business owners, but it's for those who are like, I want to play bigger. I know I'm holding myself back. I know it's my own shit. I need to up-level me, my own mental and emotional resilience to create those results. And you understand it's part of inner work that creates those results. So if you're looking to become unfuckwithable, that mastermind is for you. And those who are willing to do just one-to-one bespoke coaching, there's a couple spots open. We can have a conversation, see if it's a good fit. Um, because we reach out DMs for that as well. Everything is linked in the bio or the show notes, or just hang out on this free podcast or this free Instagram and start to challenge your thinking from here. There's always resources and options available for you, but do not settle. Do not dim your light. Do not allow fear to run the show. Do not allow circumstances to dictate how you show up in this world because you can truly live life on your terms and it does challenge and take different levels of thinking and ways of being. Is it possible? Yes. Is it easy? Not always. Is it simple? Yes. Being surrounded by other people though, whether it's a coach, a mastermind, peers, friends, whatever that is, as you're on this journey, makes it a whole heck of a lot easier. So I hope whatever you do, find something, tap into that somehow. And if not, just hang on this podcast and let me know what's your thoughts on this. Okay, team, make it a great day. Don't have a great day. Notice how I said, make it a great day. Play bigger. You got one life, one at bat. We don't know when our time is. So stop wasting on stupid shit. Stop wasting on these fears. Stop wasting on things that aren't being useful for you and play bigger. Till next time. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with me today. I don't take that lightly and it means the world to me. If you love this episode, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. It's simple. It takes no time at all, but it helps us reach more people. Or two, you can share this with a friend. Did you have a perspective shift, an idea, an aha, a reminder, some motivation that you think someone else also could use? If you share this with a friend, we embody this rising tide lifts all boats, where if you share it and we change, we help other people too. And three, tag us on social media. You can tag us at Dania Douglas Hunt on Instagram. We would love to know your wins, your ahas, your takeaways, and just to hear who's tuning in and listening. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email or send us a DM. Otherwise, team, make it a great day. Go after your dreams, live life on your terms, and play bigger. Bye for now.